This is a podcast about just opinions. Hey, yo, this is what it is. This is what I think. We all have kind of outlandish takes. Like, don't at me. If there's other freeform stuff that comes with it, we cover that too. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Don't at me, Jock. Don't at me, Mike. <laughs> it's, uh, what is today? Friday. Today Valentine's Friday, Day. the 14th Valentine's Day. Yes, sir. This is America at its best. Capitalism 101. Valentine's Day. How you feeling about Valentine's Day? I mean, it's it's cool, man. I you know honestly, it's just a over commercialized like holiday, just to like get people to spend more money. Personally, like you should be able to do Valentine's like every day. You know, if that person is like yeah. special to you, like that's that's my take on it. Like it's like but, you know American... women. Yeah, women they want to feel special because you know keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, everybody else is going out, so right. I want to go out too. And it's like, babe, you really. We can do this shit any other day. You know what I'm saying? Like when it's like less crowded. But this is my take on it. It's true. I mean, everything, everywhere you go, they have, it's crowded as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, a lot of places will have like that limited menu where it's like, we have five things today. And you're like, shit, none of these sound great. Every time you get it, it's like kind of cold, mm-hmm. poor quality. And because they're so busy, it takes forever. And it's like, two-thirds the size of the normal entree but like two-thirds extra the price it's just like ridiculous Mm -hmm. then you got boxes of chocolate flowers and it becomes a competing like a competition well they got flowers you know exactly flowers yep it's a lot (laughs) it's pressure it is pressure it's just you know hey here's another thing that we can bank off of here's another thing that we can make money off of Mm -hmm. and which they do and they're still gonna keep making money like forever you know so we love to make occasions out of everything you know like oh it's national siblings day national like everything's national donut day or some shit mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. hey this is the day you show love to somebody yeah let's do it and then is there a national dick pic day <laughs> I can you imagine i bet probably. it is too <laughs> I used to be the king of that shit back in the day. <laughs> Bombs Boy. away. Well, let me tell you, I didn't even give nobody warnings, too. I used to send that shit because I was bored. <laughs> that was like, a tap on the shoulder. They're like, what? They're like, what? Because, you know, in my mind at the time, I felt like if I send a dick pic, they're going to want to fuck me when they see like the size of my shit you know but boy was i fucking wrong like ew remember uh oh girl was like it looked like it stinks <laughs> i was like what how you look at some, some shit and say it looks like it stinks yeah just hating hating but i think it's they they, they feel repulsed by like the uninvited yeah and bro i used to laugh so fucking hard though like just their reactions you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's just, I don't know, shit is hilarious. It's illegal now. <laughs> yeah, you can go to jail for real. So, yeah, all the listeners out there, you can't send any more dick pics if you live in uh, Texas. Uh, Valentine's Day. I mean, look, I'm probably still going to end up going out. You know, I'm married. I'm, you know, I kind of, I guess I kind of have to. But, uh, yeah, man, like, I was on Twitter the other day, and uh, I guess I missed one of the trending stories. Somebody that gets no love, Kevin Durant. He's <laughs> back in the news. You know, it's funny. He always wants to talk about, ah, I'm tired of everybody talking about this and when I left and da 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 yada yada yada, blase blase. And yet the motherfucker's on every podcast talking mm-hmm. about it, <laughs> fielding interviews, telling him the whole story, the whole nine. Yeah, and about you know? yeah, and about that man. Like I don't. 
I just can't respect Kevin Durant anymore, man. You know, I said that in one of the the prior podcasts, but just like you said, he's out here bringing this shit up on himself now. I don't feel sorry for him. He'll never get the respect for for winning the winning the rings the way that he actually did because of the way he actually did it, and then with the team that he did it with, and now he's talking shit about the Thunder. Like, nigga, you a fraud, man. I'm sorry. Like, that shit's not, you're not real. Like, you, that shit's Fugazi. You know, like, you had Russ, and you track like, you know, yeah, you played a big integral part to, like, that team, of course. Like, we all know that. But don't shit on everybody else, man, because they can't hit fucking threes. Like, that shit's weak. Well, the funny thing is, too, everybody's reminding him on Twitter. The reason it was trending, people were pointing out the stats from that playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I think he had, he was the fourth highest three-point shooter uh, on the team in the playoffs. So he's talking about he's the only one that can make threes, yet, you know, when he left the playoffs, when they got beat by the Warriors, he was, like, fourth. I think he was shooting, like, 28% or something mm. like that. Mm. Like, Katie, get off your high horse. Yeah, I know, bro. You're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you're not as good as you think you are. I mean, he's pretty fucking good. But, you know, he's a beast. But it's just like, I, I'm tired of the constant crying. Like, dude, shut up. Quit going on podcasts. He's bored because he ain't playing right now. He's not. Because the Achilles injury. But it's like, dude. And do you think, like, when he does come back and play, that he's going to be the same athlete that he was? It's a toss up, man. Like, in the With past. With the Brooklyn Nets at that? Yeah. I mean, in the past. Injuries like that used to always be fatal. People was, oh, that's a devastating injury. Nowadays, so fun like, fact, fun fact. Speaking of past, mm-hmm. you know, um, so I've been watching like a lot of old school, uh, you know, dunk contests and just games. And Dominique Wilkins, yes, was a fucking beast. And I bring yes. him up because he tore his Achilles tendon and he came back mm-hmm. and played better the next year. So not many people know that, but like it's it's rare. But he was one of the first to do that shit, you know. And he wasn't even on the top fifty of like the greatest players because he was in an era where you know when Young Jordan was coming in, Larry Bird was still there. Um, I think oh uh, Kareem was there too, so he kind of got overlooked. But Dominique was a fucking oh, beast. Yeah, nah, he had those uh, epic showdowns in the playoffs. Bro, he was averaging he, going yeah. head to head with the likes of everybody, you yeah. know, Bird, all those. Guys. He was averaging twenty eight points. You know, per game or that season, and then when he got injured and worked his ass off, like Kobe, you know, RIP, he came back and averaged I think twenty nine or thirty. Like, who does that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just of Kobe, amazing. What do you think gets more credit? Like, these are my two highlights for like looking back. Well, a quick recap. I'm not. I, I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan. You know, like I was rooted against him. He always beat my I think, team. I think we all did. I wasn't the we biggest Kobe fan either, but I respected. He had a lot of bad PR. The hell out of him. You know, and I, and I guess you eat that shit up when you're younger. And plus, yeah. you're like, oh, you're not on my team, so fuck you. Right, right. Uh, as I got older, I was like, man, that was kind of childish. I, I really kind of regret not just admiring his game more. Not really as a fan, but just like you know, I'm a Brady guy, but. Peyton Manning was cold. I respected his game, you know. I wanted to have that. I was like, maybe I should look at it with that same respect. Um, and then once he passed, I felt, like, devastated. I mean, we already all yeah, talked everybody about Everybody did. And, like, I'll just remind the reason why we all felt devastated is because Icon. Icon, and we watch him grow up from a kid, bro. Yeah. From 17, like, and he was everywhere. Not just basketball, this commercial, this TV show for – you know, PR, um, he even made music. So it was always Kobe, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was a part of us. He, he was, like, a, a, a family member, you know, that was extended family member, if that makes sense. You know, so yeah. that's why the world actually felt 
the way they did you know like i still feel sad you know we all still like when you see him it's like damn you know and he has his uh i think they're doing the funeral uh on the 24th yeah 2 24 20 yep so like it's yeah. that's gonna be like sad as shit you know and i can only imagine what vanessa is going through because she was she tweeted or or uh she had that, that instagram post or something i forget which pl- uh, streaming platform it's on but or social media excuse me but um she's going through it man yeah she's like you know like she she you see it it's, it's the messaging display. exactly and it's like can you like try to put yourself in that woman's shoes like could could you imagine you know like losing like your your, your kid and then like your husband your wife or whatever you right. know it's like that shit's like ah, i don't know man i just every time i think about that shit it gets me like you yeah know? it still hurts man yeah. but the reason i bring that up <laughs> that sad shit back up uh-huh. r.i.p but the reason i brought that up Looking back at his highlights, he's got plenty of memorable highlights. I didn't even I didn't even know that he won the dunk contest when he first came in. Oh, he was cold at dunking, but like yeah. he he had like an awkward kind of I don't know, but like I, I didn't like like his it didn't look as nasty his, his as positioning. Say. Like, yeah, I got he, you. He, he wasn't the prettiest dunker, but he had athleticism. I thought he was a pretty dunker personally. But uh, nah, his two coldest highlights to me were one when he tore his Achilles and he still made the free throws and walked off. Yeah, I remember hating like ah, oh, he didn't tear his Achilles, bullshit. And then he said he did, and I was just like, oh, look at that shit's tough. Like he walked yeah. off. Yeah, so he gets my all my respect for that. That's number one. Or is number one the time that Matt Barnes like I want to tell you his face, yeah, and he didn't flinch. Yeah, he just stayed. Bro, there. I'd have jumped. You wouldn't have jumped. If I, I get a basketball, I go like this right now. Mm-hmm. I would have jumped. Bro. He didn't flinch at all. Yeah, that's, like, that's that Those Mamba. are his top two highlights to me. Mamba mentality. Time. So speaking of the Achilles thing, so I remember when he actually tore his Achilles, I felt bad. Like once again, I wasn't yeah. a Kobe fan either, but I felt bad. Like damn, because like I respected hell out of him. He was like a family member. Blase, blase. So I felt so bad that I actually I emailed Kobe. Oh yeah. Yeah, I emailed him like, "Hey man, you know, just email. I know you don't know me. You know, you probably won't respond back, but you know, um, best of luck on your recovery. Um, I got some tips. You know, so, you know, who the fuck am I? You know what I'm saying? But I just I just felt you know. So at the time I was taking this this thing called Lima Juice. It's supposed to be like this uh, this plant like organic. It's supposed to have like a bunch of like health benefits. So I told Kobe about that or whoever was in charge of his account. Like, hey, try to take this and it may help out. And I'm praying for you, man, and all that. But I'm bringing that up because I never did that before for anybody, bro. Yeah. Like, not even, like, my favorite, you know, like, but with Kobe, I wanted to do that. The only person I had the desire to do that with, I didn't do that with. But the only one I've ever thought, I want to email him is Kanye West. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to, like, just see what his response would would be. be. Not just to fuck with him, because, I mean, I do look, like, I I admire the guy. I think he's he's very polarizing. But, I mean, he's always done what he's wanted to do, and I respect that. I respect the hell out of that, too. One of my, like, core philosophies, I feel like everything really kind of is a choice. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, happiness is a choice. I mean, you can have really tough circumstances. I don't want to make it seem like, oh, everybody should be happy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for the most part, you know, people can complain about their jobs. They can complain about their commute. Mm-hmm. But you look and really admire the little things, right? And focus on the good. Mm-hmm. That's what makes you really happy because you appreciate the rituals you build. You know, like walking my dog is like exactly. my favorite thing to do. Yep, yep. You know, I eat. You know, I wake up, I eat the same breakfast like every day. You know, so it's uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, 
I see he does that with like, hey, I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want to do. And so, you know, that's a good point you bring up, Mike. So I'm gonna get kind of personal here, you know, on a level of like, you know, changing and making a choice about your situations that you're in. So I actually made a choice 2020. You know, um, you bring up like, you know, if you're not happy at work or whatever the fact may be, like, change your situation. So that's what I did. Like, I left my job that I've been at for seven years, you know, and that shit was, um, it wasn't supposed to happen the way, like, that I envisioned in my head, but it, it was supposed to happen, if that makes sense. You know, like, I knew that in my mind, my mind was already made up when I made my decision, you know. Um, so with that, you know, just being out here now, like, it's kind of bittersweet. Like, it's, you know, what I mean by that is, like, I have more freedom now to do what I truly want to do, to try to be more creative, to see what other avenues, like, you know, life has for me. But then it's like, dang, that's all that I knew for, like, yeah. seven years. So it's hard because, like, fuck, I still wake up thinking, like, oh, I'm going to be late for work. And, like, oh, shit, I don't work there anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's – and I miss some of the people there, of course, because, like, I feel like with jobs, the most thing that I take away is, like, the connections you make and, like, the interactions, you know, that you make with like individuals so that part i'm actually gonna like miss but the actual job itself i really wasn't happy there you know and so back to what you said once again like and to viewers out there listeners excuse me if you're not happy change the situation it's much easier than you think trust me you are going to feel uncomfortable but you want to be uncomfortable that's how you grow like in life you want to be comfortable whatever you're doing because if you're comfortable you're not growing at all you know so that's my take on that it is always the people I feel like it, like that's what you miss the most mm-hmm. <clears throat> anytime you get away from a job or school Whatever, you graduate yep. you always miss the people I mean you miss like the classes and whatnot, but mm-hmm. the people that would drive it yeah cause it's just like that because that, me I like to talk to people you know right. um, I like to communicate pick people's brains to me people are very interesting like how they you know think and all that like that to me that's interesting so like Definitely, like, I met a lot of, like, cool different individuals, like, and not just people that I work with, also customers as well, you know? So, Mm -hmm. just, like, thinking about all that, but everything in life happens the way it's supposed to happen. You know, we all have seasons that we go through, and so we just have to keep that in mind. Um, And sometimes when seasons happen and come around, you know, people that were there probably won't even be there or have your back like you think, you know? And I said this before on, like, my social media, but... You know, and it's not nothing to get upset about at all. Like, I'm not mad, and if this happens to anybody else or if you're going through it, like, you shouldn't be upset either. Like, just be thankful for people that are in your life that are being supportive in, like, the whole process. Like, trust the process with everything. Yeah, I mean, it's – you can get into a rut if you're just doing the same things mm-hmm. over and over and you're exactly. not enjoying it, mm-hmm. you know. If you can't find that – like little thing that you like about it <clears throat> that you can latch on to and just kind of stick to mm-hmm. that shit can drive you crazy man no it will drive you crazy yeah. like i know is it happened to me almost you know but it's crazy what is crazy is when you do get away from something like that you feel like lost almost at first yeah, it's like i, I said it's time? it's uncomfortable but yeah. it's a good thing you know like it's uncomfortable it's something new but then it's like i'm excited you know what i mean because it's like okay it's a new challenge now like cool you know people always say the cliche like oh that's when you really know you learn you get to know yourself Mm -hmm. you know you know who you really are it's true though and the reason why it's true you're gonna have a lot of good thoughts you're gonna have a lot of bad thoughts i mean that's the same for like like i said graduating and missing all your friends or 
getting out of a relationship or you know quitting a job or whatever right you kind of like uh, what do i do to replace the time you know yeah um, you have a lot of free time but yeah. like you know it's both good and bad because like in your thoughts you're in your head a lot a lot like did i make a mistake was that the right choice I don't know what to do, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Especially if you don't have the support of people who you thought you would you know, have the support yeah. from. Like, all that shit can just make shit even worse. But one thing I, I, I remind myself, you got to remember who the fuck you are yeah. and where, where you're going, like, Can't at all times. Yourself. And I remember who the fuck I am. I'm great. I'm going to be great. All of us are going to be great. You know, that's why we're friends, of course. And so you just got to keep reminding. And also hang out with, like, positive people. Hang out yeah. with your boys, people that's actually there for you and for you, like, genuinely. And you'll be fine, you know. Yeah, positivity rubs off. Exactly. I don't like. I always like to see the positive side of something. Mm-hmm. I'm not naive. I know the negative that's out there, and right. I, but I don't. I, I just deal with it. You right. know, you can't change it. There's some things you can change. The real one of the keys to happiness is just realizing you can only control what you can control. You can't control everything. Exactly. That's facts. And if you're focused on man, this happened. This sucks. If it's out of your hands, like. What can you really do about it? And also, happiness shouldn't be all about money all the time, too. Yeah, we need money to survive, to pay bills. Like, I get all that. But I feel like some people get so stressed on, like, trying to get it and trying to get the bag. I'm trying to do this, X, Y, Z. And you're not really living. You're not being happy. To me, bro, happiness is, like, hanging around y'all. Like, people that, you know, who I love and care about making, like, memories, moments, traveling, like doing shit like that to me that's happiness you know like yeah of course like once again we want money and shit like that but that's not everything and that is always going to be the root of all evil you know so people have to realize that as well you know it's more to life than just that when when the is being happy you know yeah it's wild but i mean you're just sitting there thinking about everything Mm -hmm. not even just like like you said thinking about work or did you make a mistake or the decision itself but you just start thinking about other things too because you have so much time to think about everything Mm mm-hmm and uh i mean sometimes that's where you can find your creative peak right i feel like those are the times that you know boredom actually kind of breeds creativity it does because you I have mean, nothing else to do look at tyler the creator boredom 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 boredom, boredom. yeah and it's true <laughs> i mean i think when you're bored or you're like in an extreme kind of state you know just like extreme boredom or extreme like sadness i won't say depression because i've never experienced depression that i know of i think we all extreme sadness i think we all experience i know me personally i experienced depression sadness like all of this um but what i want to say is uh mike uh back to what you said about like uh, i think you said about the choice happiness being a choice and all that like you know you can choose to be happy sad and all that shit and like i agree with that to a certain extent and what i mean by that is like some people aren't mentally strong yeah. to like get out of their own head you know yeah. like some people like they will stay in that place they won't right. oh man i gotta get out you know i gotta get it or whatever they'll stay in that place for like a while you know right. what i mean so like i feel like yes and no that it is a choice then it's not too you know um i was going somewhere with that actual point um well and some people have actual you know clinical depression mm-hmm. things like that i don't mean you know it's not the discount yeah that's yeah. not a choice i get right. that you know things like that are certainly not a choice and that shit's it sucks. hard to even imagine but uh but also bro like the mind is a powerful fucking thing like we can create shit that's not there sometimes like i'm saying like people hallucinate or just see shit that's not there it's because like your mind you know the whole oh, the old saying your mind playing my mind's playing tricks on me or whatever like that shit's a- accurate so if you really strongly I know it's easier said than done sometimes, but if you strong strongly try to think about like being positive and 
happy and like producing you know good energy in the world your your mood will start to change like i noticed when i would like have to force myself to smile and talk to people when i don't feel like it i would start feeling happier actually your physiology matches yeah yeah i always come back to that poster right there <laughs> oh yeah tom brady <laughs> tom brady people laugh make fun whatever i i always look at that image and the images of blown up canvas of him on the sideline right after throwing that pick six in Super Bowl 51. That so was the, 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 uh, Atlanta, right? Yeah. yeah. 20 to zero, you know, extra point makes it 21 zero. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching the game and thinking, like, this is rock bottom. They're down three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That is a ridiculous hole to try to get out of. Um, I, I don't think they've got it. And they've got to kick the ball in the second half. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit could get worse, but this is already rock bottom. And uh, it, in fact, did get worse. You know, they ended up going down 28-3. to And Atlanta was the hottest team at the time, too. Like, High, the, high, the highest scoring offense. They were, they were just taking care of business, man. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the key factors, Tevin Coleman got hurt. And once he got hurt, that kind of slowed their offense down. Yeah. But, I mean, look, what happened? Methodically came back, chipped, chipped away, away, chipped, chipped away. away, and they ended up winning. But the reason why I look at this specific image, why am I looking at an image of him with his head hanging low, mm-hmm. down 20 to zero, thinking it's the end of the world, it's because we've all been in that position where you're at your rock bottom and right. you're just like, fuck. Right. Yep. Fuck. What, what's next? So what is next? Could it get worse? Yeah. It actually did. You know, <laughs> like it got a little bit worse. Right. But, you know, he just chipped away one play at a time. And that's the cliche, but it's fu- it's fucking true. Yeah, he didn't give up. You can't think, you can't rush through things. You can't, you know, if, if you're experiencing any kind of, like, sorrow, you can't, well, I can't tell people what they can and can't do. But right. I don't you would advise, yeah, you advise that them. you rush away from it. You know, I think you have to kind of process it. You got to go through that pain. Because with pain, yeah. beauty comes out in that thing, you know. And if you hide from it or run from it, it can come back later and just never really if you never face it it, it lingers you know mm-hmm. it really is like a person that you have to talk to that's going to keep tapping you on the shoulder until you turn around and say what you know and also you know just to add on what you were saying um other than talking to like you know yourself or whatever you know like reach out to people too because that helps out a lot like sitting in that like you know amongst yourself being lonely is going to keep you down even like more you know so i know me right now you know i'm going through some stuff you know um we all are to an extent you Mm -hmm. know but reaching out you know it's like my loved ones it helps a lot it really does just like talking like getting stuff out you know you have to have like a support system exactly you have to Mm -hmm. you have to have a support system but it's it it strengthens you though it does make you stronger it does you learn to be a little bit more craftful with that time exactly instead of just letting it sit to the side you learn to appreciate it i i'll tell you and i've told everybody and i'll say it's on blue in the face if i could create anything it would be time oh yeah creating time bro can you imagine if you can create time like how much shit that we can accomplish or even more shit like that'd be fucking wild that's the one thing that you can't make more of, you know? It's and that's time. the one asset that I value more than any other va- uh, asset. Yeah. Money, you know, money isn't happiness. Time, to me, is happiness. happiness. I agree. If I can acquire as much free time as possible, I'm happy because I can be creative in that time. 
I can relax if I've That's had it. a busy, tough week. I can, you know, time actually like makes makes a person sad. Could, could depend all your moods that you're in. Actually, it really does. Yeah, like if you're happy, sad, whatever. Because think about it. Sundays when that comes around, everybody's sad. Cause all right, Monday's coming up, back to work, X Y Z, yada yada yada. Versus like you know when you're off. And you're creating or doing whatever it is that you're doing to, you know, it makes you happy. You're even more happy because, oh, I got five more hours to do this. Like, cool. You know, like, it's no rush. Yeah. You know, so, like, when you actually, that's why I think everybody should be entrepreneur to a certain extent. Because, like, that's your own time to, like, create your own yeah. brand, your own shit. You know, you're not you're not being told what to do from a job or when to take a vacation or, nah, you can't get promoted because of this, because of that. Politics. We all know it's in every corporate job and also retail jobs. It's everywhere as long as yep. you work. Um, but having a fact, because I know me, when I'm working on my pure style clothing or whatever it is, like editing videos, bro, I, I can do that shit for hours and, like, I'm happy doing that. I'm not sad. I'm not like, I'm not like oh, man, it sucks. Or I'm just happy, you know. And then when I f- figure out or look up at the clock and I'm like, damn, I have, like, four or five more hours like i'm even happier you know because that time is right there so mm-hmm. that's the point i'm making man like i think everybody should consider like doing their own project like working on something outside of like your main job you know time is very controlling <laughs> you know you can only do so many things i like to do a lot of things as basic and dumb as that sounds yeah i'm just always trying to fill my time with something i like knocking shit out i like because you because when you don't do shit you feel like you're wasting like right. potential you know, thoughts or ideas. Like I know me, I'm the same way. If I'm not hitting goals or doing something, like I get sad or like, damn, like what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, you know, you start to feel kind of like, and that laziness just becomes exponential. Where mm-hmm. You're just like, ooh, I'm good, right? <laughs> but I mean, there are certain days where I'm just like, I'm just chilling today. I'm just relaxing. But I'm also one of those people. I have like that. I like delayed satisfaction. I like eating my favorite part of a dish. Like, if I'm looking at a plate, like a dish, I like eating my favorite part at the very end. Mm-hmm. I save it to save the best for last. You got to savor the flavor, man. Yeah. So, I, I, I feel like I like to also delay that reward for myself. Like, I'll bust my ass in the beginning so that I have that free time later. So, I think that's also why I'm like, oh, shit, I have free time right now. Let me do a bunch of stuff so I have more free time later and I don't have to stress this. But it's, I mean, that you're right when you're saying you're constantly thinking about time because my Sundays are just basically a schedule. My Sundays No are, prepping. My Sunday is a part-time job. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wake up, I go to the gym, go to the grocery store, come home, meal prep. Walk the dog. All that stuff. And it's to a T. I've got it scheduled basically in my head. It's muscle memory. But you got to get prepared for the week. Can you let the the listeners know what you told me when we're outside, what Giorgio told you? When, uh, you know, about the inspirational stuff. Well, he was talking about... Because you guys got to hear because this was, like, that, dope. Well, he was talking about that getting out of your comfort zone, basically. Right. He's like, some people just go to their job and cook their meals and <laughs> check their emails and drink their coffee. And I'm like, ah. Uh, that's most yeah. of, like, people in the world, though, yeah. you know? But, like, that's so dope. Giorgio is uh, Mike's – we talked about him before. It's Mike's uh, other dad. He has two dads. <laughs> Stepdad. Yeah, but they're not, you know, like uh, that. Nah, yeah, 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 my parents divorced. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of uh, weird shit. Yeah. Hey, man, at least you know your real daddy. Hell yeah! I don't. I don't really know mine's. You know, I'm fucking with you. I just took it there. I was just, <laughs> look 
in his uh, face. Because I was like, I feel like that was true up until recently. So I was like, wait, did nah, that happen? I'm fucking with you. I know the viewers were like, that dude got deep. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I know I started tearing. <laughs> you were like my dad. But uh, the other part of that, too, is uh, anxiety is all future-based. Uh-huh. The future isn't here. The present is here. Like, yep. The present is here and now. Yeah, living in the now. You can't stress about, you know, something that's going to happen because you don't know if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, look, did Brady get anxious? Maybe a little bit. You yeah, need I'm, a little I'm bit sure, of stress. Bro, I'm sure Brady, Kobe, all the greats, Jordan, Magic, they all go through shit. We never see it because they don't show it, of course, but they feel all those emotions. They're human just like us. You're, they've got mind control on themselves. Mm-hmm. They've got discipline. But I think it's also he can't put those 20 points back. He can't pull them away. This is out of his hands now. Like, so let me go this forward. This shit happened. Yeah, just go forward. Mm-hmm. If you're on the sideline, you know, because the defense is on the field, just watch. You can't do anything. You they can't. give up a touchdown. You're like, fuck, man. But it's like. All right, well, let me go do my job. That's the whole, that's the whole do your job. Like the whole, it's Mentality. real though. It's just focus on your shit. Don't worry about other people's it, stuff. It's so simple, bro. Like, that's facts. Like, don't worry about the world. I think we get too caught up in uh, social media sometimes and oh, yeah. what everybody's doing. And, oh, they look happy. Like they're great in their careers. I'm going to tell y'all one thing that you've heard before, I'm sure. All that shit is, is bullshit. Don't believe that. It's all false to an extent. Nobody's that damn happy, and if they are, cool. But nobody's ever gonna post and talk about like the bad shit they're going through ever. You know, always, never. You always gonna see the good shit. Ever see like the oh man going through it? No. <laughs> I put oh, shit like man, that because I'm, yeah. I'm a real person. You know, I want to see both. <laughs> yeah, you do, do you know? that shit. Yeah, you know, because I'm just being honest. You know, I don't want you yeah. seeing all my wins all the time. You know. But yeah, people are like. I don't know if people are as bad as they used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they still are, but now it just shifted social media. Now it's uh, Instagram instead of Facebook. Now Instagram is basically look at you know like think about all the Instagram. Chance always talk about all the Instagram models and Thoughts, shit. Yeah. Asses, you know, look at me, look at me. And like, I'm so glad that like shit is going away because that's gonna kill their fucking source of income. With all the other shit that's going on, like you know we talked about in the past, how these women are making money lazily. Because they're capitalizing off their bodies, and that shit just makes me mad. It's like they'll still find a way to sell it though, because they'll do screenshots of their own date, like metrics or whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah, you know, like yeah. look, here's proof. Here's I mean, see, yeah, I mean, women get your money, you know, like get your money, but it just I'm just salty about it, you know, and I always will be because it's like, yeah, I literally just bored at home, just taking pictures and getting paid from that shit. You know? Do you remember like? Do you remember the internet? In I don't know ninety eight you know or two thousand two like MySpace. Well, so I remember. I mean, even before that, where like you just go on AOL and like oh with the dial up shit. Yeah, the dial up, <laughs> and it was. I mean, you couldn't do much, but there was a while there where like everybody was getting invaded with like the pop ups of uh-huh. like oh porn, porn and and nudes and mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. Is that not kind of what's happened with Instagram <laughs> with the with the Instagram models? No, nah, your facts, bro. Facts. I mean, it's even on like spam. your um, like on the home story, you got all this shit coming up, you know. And I know I I don't know if it's based on like who you follow or what, but all these different shit, these IG models with the fake asses and fake lips and fake all that shit. I'm gonna be real with you, Mike. Like their image right now comes from a black woman. And what yeah. I, well, no, that's facts. And what yeah. I what I mean by that, like the African woman, 
black woman has the coldest body like ever like to men it's still gonna be that cold it's naturally like that and so like with all the the big lips who has naturally big lips us big nose us big ass us tent us you know so i just hate that everybody tans, i mean it's cool but just tans. yeah tans all the shit just take 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 you know not really like respect it to an extent to where like i feel like if you're doing that shit you have to be pro-black yourself like you have to be and pro-black doesn't mean that you have to be black to be that you know you can be whatever right. color but you just like support the cause or whatever is going on or just you know being vocal so yeah man it's you know we're, we're some of the originators man you know like all of us are originators in our own rights different things but i just want to put that out there you know oh for sure it's funny i was telling you uh when we were talking about georgia i was also talking about LeBron on uh, the shop, mm-hmm. and how he was saying basically the same thing. You know, you got to find your, you got to be uncomfortable. You got to grow. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. Uh, but he had on one of those episodes, he had Jimmy Iovine. I think it was Jimmy Iovine, and he was talking about black culture and how it's like the most under-respected or underrated influence, like in the world, because it's cool. Like, yeah, because oh, cool everybody, to... like you said, everybody. Like, there's always like. The music, the the wardrobe, looks like I brought this up on a previous or prior uh, podcast, but I think like with us, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but I can speak for myself. And somebody actually told me this too, like in a store, you know, when I was working for, I was working. He came in, he was like, you know, like I love being black, and I was like, okay, like you know, cool, like, but why, you know, like he, yeah, can you elaborate on that? And he was like, because man, we just cool just in our dna you know like we can we can look at something we can you can take like a fucking pencil and put it in this corner right here and we can be standing a certain way and looking at it a certain way like we're very interested in even though we're not but it's the way we are that it's going to attract other people to come around and want to do the same thing because we're doing it and i thought about that shit and i was like that's fucking deep like we could a fucking pebble or a pencil whatever and just be staring or some shit and like create some kind of like Dance or just something cool about it, you know what First I'm saying? First video series of uh, Don't At Me is gonna be, I don't know, the uh, culture something. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Something with I Jock. Got, I think with it's something Jock. Witty. Yeah, but I was like, culture shock with Jock. Yeah, that'd be dope. But I'm like, man, that's fucking cool. Like this dude is right, you know. So I started thinking about that more, and like, you got to be true for like and love who you are, man. Like at all times, like I love every color. Don't get it twisted. I love right. every color out there. You know, I'm, I'm for everybody. You know, but. You know, I brought this up too, Mike. I feel like a lot of people get upset when you're confident in, like, your culture or your race. You know, like, they find it as coming off as cocky when it's not cocky or, like, I'm belittling everybody else when I'm not. I just love the black race because I am black, you know. If you're Puerto Rican or whatever, you love your Puerto Rican heritage, cool. I love that shit too. That's how, like, that, that's my mindset, you know. So it just it just confuses me when people get upset. Like, all right, I get it. All right, yeah, you're pro black. I get it, or whatever. It's like, no, why are you? Why does that bother you? I get it, Jack. Nah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, so, uh, I do yeah, get so. it though. But nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, what it comes from though is you know tribalism. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Humans just tend to kind of like coyotes, like going packs, mm-hmm. and you assimilate with those that are like you. Mm-hmm. So we all kind of have it in our DNA to kind of assimilate with our own kind. You right. Know? Right. I mean, you go to a new school, you know, you already know, like, I don't know about, I mean, 
Me, I can tell you right now, anytime I go to a new school, I'm like, where's the bros at? <laughs> yeah. These are going to be my friends. Like, these are always, they're y'all are always my friends. I'm like, where are they at? Yeah. And I go yeah. scope the scene and go pop, you know, sit with them. Uh-huh. I assimilate with those that I identify you, with. You relate more, exactly. Yeah, we have mm-hmm. the same interest in music, you know, everything. Movies, music, all that uh-huh. kind of shit. Yep. Uh, but the other part of that is black and white. And when I say that, I mean literally the colors. Mm-hmm. People like to make things so black and white. Uh-huh. Instead of just knowing that everything is gray. Right. Everything's gray area. Like, everything in life, there's never anything that's... There's very rarely something that's going to be very black and white. It's right. just this or that. And the thing is, I think people try to make things this or that. And Forcing. they decide, okay, I'm this. You're that. Mm-hmm. We're on opposite sides. My job is to convince you. Oh, I can't convince you. Fuck you. I'm going to offend you. Nah, like, like automatically. Listen to the other side. Right. I'm very gray. I'm very much. I like to hear every angle. Mm-hmm. I see almost sometimes to a fault. I'm a devil's advocate. Like I talked about this in the stand-up. Right. Where I said, you know, I, I, I'm devil's advocate. I see, but on the Both other sides, hand, on the other side, yeah. On the other hand, you know, it's, but if you think true. about it this way, <laughs> I think you have to think that way because some people are going to fall on one side or the other. Right understand their side you don't have to agree but respect their respect opinion. it yep I agree. if they don't respect yours you can't control that yeah. you know that's unfortunate they're yeah. the idiot in that situation kill them with kindness right you can't they let look them... stupid to everybody else exactly you can't let them get you down too just because somebody doesn't happen. doesn't agree with you like cool you want people not to agree with you on everything because if we all agreed on every single thing it would be a boring ass world and that's the world we're trying to make though we are that's the world we're trying to make Everybody agree about everything. No conflict about anything. We're all the same gender. We're all the same ethnicity. We're all the same. I understand, like, the togetherness. Yeah. But what makes a human a human is uniqueness. Exactly. Thinking for yourself. And it comes back to you saying pride. I think when people hear pride, there there are good and bad kinds. Mm -hmm. There are the kind that are like, I'm proud and fuck everybody else. Mm Mm-hmm. And that can be on both sides, white, black, Asian, Hispanic. Right, like everybody right. has. Brown. Every race has people that are racist against other kind of races. You know, mm-hmm. it just happens. Right. That's the extreme. But I think when those people say things like that, it diminishes the value of somebody saying, like, black pride. You know, or like, black lives matter. Mm-hmm. I remember that, yeah. Black lives matter. I, I mean, I, I'm not black, obviously, but I get it. You still it, support you know? it, though. You know? I, and I get it. Well, uh-huh. I get it, like... From the black perspective, it's, hey, we matter. We're here. We've mm-hmm. been the victims of a lot of the shit that you all have seen mm-hmm. now in front Publicly, of the nation. Forever. And nothing's happening about it. Like, right. we matter, too. Mm-hmm. But then the polar opposite becomes, well, we all matter. And it's almost <laughs> like... And that's so stupid, bro. I hated yeah. that when they said that shit. But, and I think part of it comes from, you do have some that, that, that take that label and they don't have like the altruistic view of it maybe it is like fuck everybody else like look i understand that you feel isolated i understand that you feel alone and i'm sorry for what others have done but like don't take it out on me that yeah, kind of thing exactly the problem is everybody has to put a label on something they have to make it black and white and again the color is black and white like oh they said this, they must be pissed. Right. It's like, no, nah, if they said this, maybe they're frustrated. Try to empathize. Empathy is the key my thing to too. humans getting along. Yeah, and I agree, Mike. And my thing about that is we got to talk to each other more. 
don't just assume stuff like figure out why this person's feeling this way or like or whatever reaction you're getting like sit down and actually talk to them like have some some one-on-one feedback i hate using that word because it just reminds me of feedback yeah yeah but just just have like some time to really coaching <laughs> development but yeah have some time to really like see you know this person like okay why did they say that and then like for like if we as a nation could do that more we'll be in a better situation or we'll like keep trending towards that situation to where like okay we really won't be in a world where we just assume stuff all the time and get defensive and like overly sensitive about yeah. stuff and like being petty about this petty you know just to me like why do you want to put energy in that it makes no sense personally you know well at its core prejudice is so fucking stupid and yeah. it feeds more prejudice but you're black i'm white and hispanic all right we're not the same ethnicity mm-hmm. i don't understand why somebody would care about that yeah it, it doesn't really matter that's why, why when you when you, you're different like okay my perspective i'd like to learn more about your culture mm-hmm. help me understand and i'm not going to come up like a fucking kid in a classroom like hey hey mister right yeah, yeah i'm going to chill with you i'm going to observe your culture but mm-hmm. i'm curious about I like to see, I like to explore, you know, I like to experience. We talked about travel. I like to see, okay, let me see what you're about. Exactly. And you're like, maybe you're like, oh, I like this food. I'm like, oh, I don't mm. fuck with that, but. But I respect hey, that you cool. like that food. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I care? Like, oh, that's fucking, you idiot. We can't be friends now. <laughs> fuck you. You idiot. <laughs> you're <laughs> disgusting. It's like, what? Like, yeah, it's, it's ignorance. Makes no sense. It's yeah. ignorance. Mm-hmm. But it creates so much defensiveness justified defensiveness because there's so much of it still prevalent out there Uh you have to kind of operate like shit man i i I gotta not that you want to walk around like you have a target on your back but you don't know man you want to be aware too this world's fucking crazy so i understand like i i can't i cannot be you know i I feel where you're coming from Uh i don't know what it's like to be black but i understand like that feel of fuck man like at any given time something can happen so it could be crazy shit mm-hmm. all just seems to happen i mean even if it is all fucking accidents like all right after a while right so many accidents because you remember the same bro, people you remember back in that's di- kind of strange right you remember mike i'm gonna take us down like a back on a journey you know back in history you remember when we were walking in your mom's neighborhood remember i had my hoodie on and we we're just walking like i think drinking I 40s and well, I don't think I, we did, but uh, I don't think we had him with us. Yeah, we have us with. But can you explain like what happened, Mike? Like to the to the listeners out there. Well, in somewhat fairness, it was like 11 p.m. <laughs> and we were walking around with fitteds on and shit. But uh-huh. this was like 2000 and what was it? 2009, right? Or 2008? I think it was like 08. Yeah, yeah Team right. Ego. The the origin. Oh yeah, Team Ego. Or hey, no, we're it might have been. Right it might have been like Fall 07, actually. I remember it was a good ass night. We drank Coronas at your mom's house yeah. and ate, watched Hood Horse. That <laughs> shit was awesome, man. I, let's go <laughs> back in time again. to do that again. Well, we uh, we were just walking around out there in the neighborhood, walking on the sidewalk, and a cop pulled up. Hey, where are you guys at? I think he, did he check my ID like he to make sure we lived there? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. And I'm like, what's up with you? I'm like, somebody must have seen like, oh, there's a black guy and right. his friend. He looks kind of ethnic Suspicious. too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, bro, remember they made us fucking walk the line. Side Falls, you remember that? No, back on on that when we got stopped in the neighborhood. So they made us do like the little sobriety test walk, and the cop was like, "All right, so walk in a straight line for me, and like don't veer off." And so I'm like, "Damn, this is like we're not 
drunk, you know, at all. We're just kids walking, and this dude was doing the fucking most, like, bright-ass lights. Didn't turn them down. They are just flashing on oh, us, though. Remember, car, in the yeah, car? And then we have to walk a straight line. So, yeah, we definitely got profiled, like, and that was the start of, like, wouldn't it be Everything. some shit if, like, all of a sudden when you were walking, he started, like, crip walking next to your son? Like, hey, <laughs> hey, you're hey, the hidden camera show. <laughs> and then fucking crowd comes out. Oh, no, but what if he did that? And then he goes, psych. And he goes, y'all are under arrest. Gotcha. Like, what? Yeah, I knew you were gangbangers. <laughs> Imagine. I'd be so fucking bad. <laughs> now, the worst was Side Falls. We went to try to go visit our teachers, and they acted like we were, like, going to destroy the school. And they're like, freeze. The cops are like, what are you doing? We're like, we're trying to see our teacher. Like, why didn't you check in at the desk? And she like, wouldn't let us. She wouldn't let us. We're like, like, she wouldn't let us go. Yeah. Like, you guys are going to jail. Bro, it was like four people. So it was three of us at the time. Ridiculous. And they were on their little walkies running and... Like it was some big we were ass literally ordeal. going to see our teacher, and we don't. We look literally in, were. That's it. And we don't look intimidating at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm skinny as hell. Like my, we don't look intimidating at all. So it was just a big ass scene to make a point. The teacher but, was expecting us. It right. wasn't a surprise. Lady at the front desk was like, "No, you can't see her." And we're like, "She's expecting us. She told uh-huh. us to come. What are you talking about? You can't give us a pass." We were like, fuck this. Yeah. We're going to go anyway. anyway. We go up the stairs. Freeze. Freeze. And then a the funny thing, they took our mug shots at a high school. Said that we're a band for life. The dude was like, you know what? We can't find a transport for you guys. This is around Thanksgiving, by the He's way. He's like, y'all are lucky. Y'all would have been here until Monday. This was like Wednesday before Thanksgiving right. or something and like that. One of our other friends, like, he started crying. Like, he was shook at the time. <laughs> like, oh, my God. He was shook. And I was mad. You know, I was just like, man, what the fuck? Yeah, we knew he was bullshitting, you know? Yeah. And then, um, so when he let us leave, he told us just to keep walking. Like he's in, gonna in walk a, us to. He's gonna watch until he can't see, see us, us anymore. anymore. <laughs> like, what kind of shit is that? You know, we're kids at the time still. You know, Wild West. Just keep bow. walking. He had his cowboy so hat on. Ridiculous, shit. man. <laughs> Texas. Yeah, Cyprus, right? Yeah. So other current events: coronavirus. What's up with it, Jock? You talking about it? Man, I'm talking about that shit, man. I'm all for it, man. You know, I love getting fucking uh, tipsy. I'm fucking with you, but no, uh, seriously, that it's a it's a stigma right now. The coronavirus. A what do you mean? So I'm gonna tell you. Um, of course, it's bad, but it was actually the flu was actually killing more people than the coronavirus was. Coronavirus is not a new thing; it's actually been around. If you actually pick up a Lysol can and turn around, you will see coronavirus on there. What? Yeah, no, it's been there forever. Nobody just ever never knew. Just like the broom thing. How you can stand the broom up by itself. Like, shit's been here forever. We're yeah. just not finding out. So, I think everybody's overreacting to something new. Like, people oh. are dying. I mean, it, to be fair. But people look. die from the flu, too. So I'm saying, like, the yeah. flu's taken out, has took out, taken out, excuse me, uh, more people than the coronavirus. Coronavirus, it's, it's, it resurfaced once again. So, it's like, we don't have an, enough, like, uh, you know, vaccines for it, like, yet. But I think people are just overly uh, freaking out. And also, if you... If you're unhealthy and you're older, yeah, you have to kind of worry if you have a weak immune system. But if you're somewhat healthy, um, you have nothing to worry about, man. Of course, like, still take, like, precautions. I'm not saying that at all. Like, still, like, you know, do the mask if you travel, wipe shit down. But I think we're making a bigger deal out of it than what, like, it really is. I mean, I think it's a big deal, but it's not. I mean, I'll agree with you. I'm not, I'm not like, dropping everything and, like, freaking out. I think we're good for now. Who knows? <laughs> But um, and the coronavirus may be man-made too. That's another thing we can get into later. Theory. Yeah, it could be like the government just hey, let me throw this out there. But yeah, I digress. <laughs> Man, nah. But you know what? I, every time I see somebody cough or sneeze, I'm kind of like, hey, watch out, motherfucker. Especially if they don't cover it. 
And the other thing too, like the people that are binge sneezers, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They sneeze like 15 times in a row. Bro, I hate that, especially when you're at work and somebody's sneezing on you. Oh, Bruh, it's the fucking hey, worst. Hey, if you sneeze more than twice, you're selfish. I'm going to explain. If you're, if you sneeze once, you know, you get your bless you, right. sneeze twice, you'll get like the, huh, bless you, you know. Like, like fuck, you're going to sneeze right? again? I mean, goddamn. You have to throw in like the, all right there, you know? <laughs> are, you, are you good? <laughs> After the third one, stone cold silence. You don't get shit. You don't exist to me anymore. <laughs> you keep doing that, driving me crazy. It's like, nah. I will nah. say some people actually have a problem, though, where they can't help sneezing. I forget the name of it, but I don't have a friend. I might have like, gone a little bit overboard there, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I, I got you. But yeah, some people, they can't control it. Yeah. It is just like. But when it's sneezing, uh, like snot coming out, that's when it's. <laughs> uh, it's like, fuck, man. Like you, you're face-to-face with people at your job before, so you probably got... Bro, I had so many clients... Interceptions of cough all the time. Sneeze on me, bro. Like, sneezing, they don't say shit. Like, I'm not... I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me. They just sneeze and don't cover shit up. Just like... Ah, oh, yeah, so... Yeah, it's computer. I'm just like, are you fucking serious? It's snotting it. All the noises, and I'm like, bro, you know I'm a germaphobe too at that. And so instantly, bro, my, people coughing. <laughs> my mood changes. Tongue out. Yeah, so what I used to do, I used to like always step back when I do that. I get quieter. <laughs> like, I'm just like, stop talking. And they're like, dang, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just, you know, I think uh, somebody's actually calling me. Actually, can you give me like 10, 15 minutes? No, I just leave. <laughs> I wouldn't, I would. Just Nobody's walk away. calling me at all, bro. I'm just saying that shit in my little headset, and I just walk off, and I'm like cussing them out of my head, like, fucking. <laughs> Nasty ass bitch. I will say this though. I've been at the hardest. I feel like the hardest mall to navigate through in is busy is Memorial City. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the the hallways are very narrow. Mm-hmm. If it's busy and it usually is, it's hard to get through. Like the gallery is big enough, you can get around. Uh-huh. Suburb malls, they're never that busy. I think Katie Mills is big. No one, no one ever goes there though. I want to go get like, some Nikes, yeah. some nice Nikes, man. I'm due. I need to get some. Yeah, me too. I need to get some. That's where I got those blue forces. Because you find like really good prices. Yeah. Right? But, uh, nah, it, it is funny, though. Like, I've done before where, like, I've had errands to run. Uh-huh. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to navigate. And I just walk. I even had, like, a coworker once say that they saw me at the mall and, like, looked right at me. And they're like, hey, Mike. And you just kept hey. walking. And I walked right by him. I didn't even rem- I was like, I- you saw me? I was like, I didn't even. What are you talking about? You're like, so busy and loud. And there. I know people. I-, I recognize people. I never forget a face. I always say hi to people, even if I barely know them. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't even remember seeing you. So that's how determined I was. But it got to a big cluster. <laughs> I was healthy as hell. I wasn't sick at all. But I just started, like, fake coughing. People parted like the Red Sea and Moses. Oh, hey, damn, that's smart. They just skirt. I was like, yes. That's smart. I never thought about that. <laughs> Clever. Especially Life now hacks. if you fake cough. They like, really can be, oh, shit. I get nervous as hell when I see people with masks on their face. Mm-hmm. At mask, I, I, like, I guess you're I guess you're containing it, but I, I'm like, what are you trying to contain? I, I guess they're concerned that they don't catch something. Well, they're not. Like, so with, with the mask, it's not necessarily contain. It makes contain me paranoid. Thing. So when you see people with masks, like, you know, in Asia or wherever, it's because they're not trying to get sick. Right. Yeah. My like, thought, you know, though, is if you had to wear that, you are probably somewhere that was susceptible to that. You might have it. I'm glad you're wearing it because you're coughing right. your carrier shit into the mask. And then, too, it can be, like, pollution. It's all other sorts I mean, yeah. of things why they but wear, I always you know? get kind of nervous though mm-hmm. I got you that's the one thing that I'm like 
I'm gonna try to keep my. I, I used to get nervous back in the day when I'm like, because I just no. feel like I just feel like, oh, you wearing a mask, you got to be sick or like, what's wrong with this fucking person? Like when I was yeah. younger, but you know, now I'm older, I realize what it is. Yeah. You know, but I, I feel you. I, I, I mean, it doesn't matter what race. <laughs> you know, if I see oh, anybody, course, I'm like, yeah. oh, you think they just got admitted from the hospital or some shit or something's yeah. going on? Yeah. That shit is wild. Crazy. That's why you gotta take your vitamin C. I take antihistamines. I have to take Zyrtec. My allergies always shit here in Houston. You know, my allergies actually, since I haven't been, like, my allergies have actually been good, bro. Now I think about it, I don't sneeze nearly as much. It's been a better year, I feel like, than than. Years I think because I'm not always like around all those fucking people and shit anymore. Like, I don't feel like I'm sneezing as much, and like, I don't feel like as sick. If that makes sense, you know. I can feel that. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I haven't had as many issues last few months mm-hmm. as that same period of time years past mm-hmm. but you know you go to different like climates and how that kind of screw, screws you up mm-hmm. it's like man i don't even know like i went to utah it was so dry so arid that just catch nosebleeds every now and then oh you would i probably would too actually. i had one and then emily got one so because it's so like high altitude dry mm-hmm. But it got to the point where I was getting like those scab boogers, you know, because it's so dry. Uh-huh. Then I come back here and it's just like, like that, that is the one thing. We hate the humidity, but when you go away from it, it's hard to, to adjust. Especially in like when you're going to those areas when it's freezing fucking cold. Yeah. Like Utah, I only can imagine. You, I fucking hate Utah, first of all. Like I, I align with Vernon Maxwell. I feel like Utah is just a shit place. I haven't been there. I'm sure it's probably pretty and shit like that, but... I just can't fuck with Utah, man. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, I think I, I want to go because skiing and Sundance. Maybe you know? should, yeah, well, Damn, but that's I, it, really. I have to go for the Sundance. Yeah, fuck. you kind of do. Yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> I'm just curious to see it again. I feel like I didn't I didn't get the full. Yeah. I feel like it was like the Thanos snap, and this right. is the next year we're trying to go back and actually defeat it. I'd rather go to Toronto or like Canada, yeah. which we might do yeah, in May. Might. Hopefully. Yes, we might. You know, stay tuned. Shout out, Alan. Yeah. That's all I've got on my docket this week, Jock. Anything else you had on your mind? Uh, that's it, man. You know, this is a, a good conversation. Like, you know, this is a good one. Um, once again, guys, you know, that's been supporting me in my situation journey. and journey journey and everything. I appreciate you guys, you know, like more than you know. Um, I am, you know, starting to get my creative juices flowing again. So you will see some stuff. You know, I'm not going to say too much, but some stuff coming out really soon, you know. So just stay tuned for that. Check us out. We're on Twitter at podcast at me on Instagram at the rep network. Subscribe, follow Apple podcast, Spotify, Google play, you name it. We're on there. Check us out. Tell your friends, rate review, etc. Peace. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg and uh, who are you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. I think that was a good one, actually. Hey, how long, real quick? How long? Hold on. Pause.